Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Network. Welcome in, everybody, to the early line. We are live right here on Sports Grid on this Wednesday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, joined as always by Donnie Wrightside. Donnie, how you feeling? I'm feeling very good today. Hump day on a Wednesday, the weekend, or the week, I should say, halfway done. We got a lot of good stuff to pick on. Major League Baseball taking center stage of those Yankees making a charge up to the top of the standings. Mm. Also, the Philadelphia Phillies as well. Good stuff last night. A million dollar check cut last night in a basketball game. How about that? That's true. A lot of a lot of millions going around in the world of oh, basketball yeah. right now. Let's get straight to it. Seven and seven top headlines here. Carmelo Anthony finally is a teammate of LeBron James as he was choosing between the Knicks or the Lakers. Ultimately, makes his way to the purple and gold. Donnie to team up with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. I love that tweet showing up now here on the TV side, you know, as if that's the new big three and not Russell Westbrook included <laughs> in that. That is fantastic editing, whoever yeah. actually did that. But look, you can't fault Melo. I'm pretty sure he signed for not a lot of money. He has plenty of money in the bank. You just want to have that one last ride to maybe pick up a ring. And hey, you're not expecting Melo to be in the starting lineup or paying 25 to 30 mm-hmm. minutes a night. He'll be a good veteran presence on this team. How much will it make a difference? That leads to be seen, or that's going to be seen over the next year. But it doesn't hurt the Lakers. It wasn't like, hey, man, they, they spent $17 million on Carmelo Anthony. Now you can't sign anybody else. They basically signed everybody in the NBA over the past few days. They got a full roster. There's no doubt about that. We'll talk about that roster throughout this opening hour. How about the Chicago Bulls staying aggressive and executing a sign and trade for DeMar DeRozan? They send out a future first-round pick, some seconds on Thaddeus Young. But, Donnie, this Chicago Bulls team clearly has their eyes set on the playoffs and possibly much more. No, they're definitely in the playoffs, and it looks really good for this team because, again, you can improve yourself, and that is the goal of the offseason. Not necessarily you're going to say, hey, put the Bulls at the top of the standings. They're going to win the East. That's not going to be the case, but they are going to be competitive. Look at the starting lineup that they're going to be able to produce here in 2021-2022. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Laurie Markkinen, Nikola Vucevic. That's a very good starting five here in the Eastern Conference. They'll make some hay during the regular season, maybe even win a round or possibly two, depending on how the health status of some other teams in the East are. Good moves by the Bulls they should be excited in Chicago by this we'll talk about as well just the state of the Eastern Conference it will be very competitive I do believe this upcoming season one more NBA headline for us Steph Curry 215 million dollars goodness me multiple 200 million dollar contracts in his career Steph getting all of the do re mi from Golden State yeah, pretty much a healthy economy there in the NBA. And they used to say, like, hey, teach your kid how to throw left-handed. You always have an option to major. No, 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 no. Teach your kid to shoot three-pointers or at least shoot from the logo. And if he can do it at a high rate, you can make hundreds of millions of dollars in the NBA. Amazing stuff. And by the way, Steph deserves it here. Gold State's going to have a pretty good basketball team coming up as long as they stay healthy. No surprise at all that these guys, look at these guys. You know, not even the big guys. Chris Paul, Steph Curry, hundreds of millions of dollars in contracts. It can happen. 
Yeah, bags getting backed up big time there. The Golden State Warriors on the FanDuel Sportsbook are the second choice of any Western Conference team. We'll discuss their hunt for another NBA championship. Let's bring the radio audience into the fold here. Thanks to all those that are listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204, the Mightier 1090, all of our radio affiliates out there. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you on this Wednesday morning. And Donnie, of all the NFL rumors, this one caught me a little bit by surprise. Philip Rivers, a possible return. The report basically goes if he gets a late-season phone call from a contender, maybe he'll come back. Rivers, Donnie? I mean, come on now. A lot of people accuse me of looking like Philip Rivers, so I play into it as I am his cousin and making the phone mm. call. And I say, hey, look, Phil. I mean, look, somebody has to want you in order for you to want to come back. And this isn't even, hey, look, the Indianapolis Colts. I got you over the next two weeks here, the regular mm -hmm. season. Then I'll go off and retire again. What contender is calling Philip Rivers off the couch after 16 weeks and thinks that that's the missing piece to win a Super Bowl championship? Come on, Phil. Love you. Stay at home with all those kids. Relax. Enjoy your retirement. Nobody's calling you in December to try to make a Super Bowl run. I can't wait. Week 13. Hey, Big Phil, now is your time. Let's get after it here. Really interesting stuff. Uh, we also, though, did have another update around the Indianapolis Colts and another negative update here, Donnie, as now not only does Carson Wentz have to have foot surgery, same deal for their all-universe guard, Quentin Nelson. Yeah, this is really interesting here because this is not your normal, like, you know, hey, I got a sprained knee, sprained MCL, my shoulder hurts. A rare foot injury to both your starting quarterback and also your best offensive lineman. Maybe the best offensive, one of the best offensive linemen in the league. Now, take a look at this also. But maybe you get practice, right? The doctor's going to do the same surgery that he did on Carson Wentz, who already went through. So maybe he has practice and Quentin Nelson could come back a little bit sooner. Like, hey, I just did the same surgery last week. I'm feeling good in my rhythm as a doctor, but five to 12 weeks. I I thought it was a joke when I saw the same injury. Ah, somebody's just playing it mm -hmm. off here. He's got the boot on his foot. That is amazing. That back-to-back -back guys that you need so much in the upcoming season, the same exact injury and the same exact time frame. Colts futures continue to be on the move. We'll break those down. One big result last night from the world of Major League Baseball, Donnie, as the Astros blank the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, Bueller goes six innings, one earned run, doesn't even pick up the wind, improves his odds here in the Cy Young award-winning race on the FanDuel Sportsbook. But that's a nice win by Houston in a tough environment last night. Lastly, Bayheim's Army gets it done and wins TBT. A dramatic finish as designed there at that tournament. We'll break that down a little bit more when we get to our hero of the night. Coming on back, we'll hit the NBA free agency update here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we are right back here on 
the early line. Let's get to the NBA free agency updates here. And we talked a little bit about this certainly during 7-7. Seven and seven. Carmelo Anthony going over to the Los Angeles Lakers, joins LeBron James and Anthony Davis, completes the big three. He's certainly the third most important player on that roster. No, he's not. He's probably not going to start. But there's been a lot of questions around this team. Yesterday, also bringing in Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, re-signing Talon Horton Tucker. Their number to win the NBA championship, Donnie, has continued to drop, now settling at plus 370 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Yeah, it'll be interesting to play out. Now, how do you want to do this here with the Los Angeles Lakers, right? Because we know who the big three is, which that's how you win championships. Superstars in the NBA win championships. I think we can all agree with that. As you saw with Giannis, you know, paired up with Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. You need stars to try to hold on. But those stars need to be healthy, Kevin, by the time you hit the end of the regular season, making your playoff push. So if you're looking at this team from a depth perspective, you're not just throwing young guys out on the court to try to get playing minutes. You actually have a formidable team of a lot of veteran players who, again, don't need the ball all the time, aren't looking to play, Kevin, 35 minutes. Why aren't I getting my shine? I'm going to leave. I want to be traded at the deadline or after the end of the season. This team was brought together and built not only by the front office, by the Lakers, but also of Rich Paul with one common goal in mind get LeBron another championship and by LeBron getting another championship we all eat around the Los Angeles Lakers so if you're signing short term if you're signing a two-year deal you win a championship that goes on your resume and then instead of you Mm -hmm. getting your two years 12 million dollar deal that offsets after that two years is up to two years and maybe 25 million from another organization I like overall what the Lakers did. Do I think it improves their chances to win an NBA championship? Probably so, just for the reasons I stated there, where you don't need LeBron to go all in in the regular season. You can rest AD at times. Russell Westbrook, he'll give you each and every night 40 minutes and be healthy throughout the regular season. That's a great pickup for the regular season. But into the playoffs, the goal for the Lakers is just to be healthy. And if they get their big three to the finish line at the regular season healthy, they have a legitimate chance to cut down the nets. What I think is fascinating is how often people look to move the goalposts on what is wrong with the LeBron rosters. Because at first it was, hey, there's, there's no other creator. It's only LeBron. Well, then they get Russell Westbrook. Okay, well, now we, we, we can't say he's the only creator. There's no shooting. There's no shooting to be found. They'll never add a shooter. They've since added four shooters who hit it at 40% or better from beyond the arc in Wayne Ellington, Carmelo Anthony, Kent Bazemore, and Malik Monk. Well, now what do we do? Now they're too old. Now their ancient history, by the time April rolls around, it'll be just Dust and Kendrick Nunn rounding out a starting five. Ignoring how old Anthony Davis is, ignoring Malik Monk, Talon Horton Tucker, and Kendrick Nunn, and ignoring that, yeah, the oldest of the bunch is LeBron. Maybe the best player in the world. Ultimately here, when you look at it for this L.A. Lakers team, I would not bet their plus 370 number in the same way I wouldn't bet the Nets plus 220 number. But the Nets and the Lakers, both on the early outlook to me, seem to be head and shoulders above their competition. We'll break down a little bit more how concerning that age number is because that is the big conversation around this team. But I still want to keep things moving here and talk about what the Chicago Bulls did, Donnie, because this is fascinating to me. A go-for-it type of offseason from the Bulls, the type of stuff that I know you often want to see from franchises across all sports. We talked about it during the trade deadline in Major League Baseball, and we've talked about it here to start free agency, already bringing in Lonzo Ball, already bringing in Alex Caruso. Now they bring in a legitimate all-star caliber player in DeMar DeRozan to round out their offseason. Yeah, it's a nice move by then. And again, is it going to equate in an Eastern Conference championship? Probably not. Is it going to equate to, you know, a lot of playoff success? Probably not. But it's a formidable opponent that you run out there each and every night, no matter where you play, you have a legitimate chance at victory. So if we're going to go Ball, Levine, DeRozan, Markin, and Vucevic, that's a very good starting five, as we stated here. You know, Kobe White off the bench, Alex Caruso, that's a nice pickup. You have a veteran, a nice young mix here, Kevin, with a nice veteran mix here for the Chicago Bulls. And one quick point here on the Brooklyn Nets, as we see them, obviously, you know, you're going to have to beat the Brooklyn Nets in order to win a championship. So we're looking at the mm-hmm. Chicago Bulls here. But take a look at the Nets here. As much as we look at the offseason, it's already began for the Nets. We weren't really all that worried about, you know, injuries and time away this year because it was a new thing for the Nets. Just get them healthy to the playoffs. They'll probably win an NBA championship. It didn't happen. But you know what's now taking place, Kevin? 
the contracts that are set up in Brooklyn have escape clauses for a lot of these players on the Nets after the end of the season. And it was already mm-hmm. brought up. Hey, Kevin Durant, what do you think about after 2022? You're going to opt in? You are going to now have that big three that is so far in their head with egos. Every step of the way, there are going to be rumors if they're staying or going. I wonder if that wears a little bit on the Brooklyn Nets, their ownership, their front office, and their fan base, where it's like, are you going to enjoy one last run? Or is this already KD is planning his escape to go somewhere else by December at this point, Kevin? It's a good point because we know that that stuff wore on KD and Golden State. Look, I know he picked Brooklyn. He picked Golden State as well. I know he's the guy in Brooklyn, but kind of like no matter what anybody tells you, he was always better than Steph. No matter, I don't care what anybody says. He won multiple. He won both Finals MVPs. It is what it is. But it was never going to be his franchise. Now this should be his franchise. But who knows what Kyrie's going to do? I, I never know what Kyrie's going to do. Who who knows what this franchise says? It's a more than fair point. And I think if you're the Brooklyn Nets front office and you're like, hey, listen, like, can you sign this extension? Can can one of you please sign an extension? No. No. Because that's, at the end of the day, the we've talked about this, but in the NBA, the stars do hold so much power that not even in a, hey, what if you get hurt? It doesn't matter. Like, Kawhi Leonard's a torn ACL. And he right now is like, ah, we'll see what I want to do in terms of the Clippers. I'll probably be back, but I'll, I'll listen around. It's a fair point. And, Donnie, it brings up the entire Eastern Conference picture because I want to look at this thing in totality for just a moment here. You talk about teams that will be booked as, when we get make the playoff markets, and we're a little bit further away from this, but not as far as people would think. The Nets will be locks, right, in terms of their prices at the minimum. The Bucks, the same. Miami, Philly, all of those teams, probably the Celtics and the Hawks. But you have this next tier, Donnie, that the Bulls probably are spearheading, but you've got the Indiana Pacers who are going to look to bounce back, bringing in Rick Carlisle, the Raptors who will look to bounce back, the New York Knicks that were the four seed in the Eastern Conference, and heck, even the Hornets and the Wizards rounded out your top ten in terms of play-in kind of squads. The Eastern Conference is going to be a real battle, Donnie, for those final eight spots to make the playoffs. Yeah, and also keep in mind, because we do have the play-in tournament that was okayed again. So theoretically, you have the top eight spots plus nine and ten. So on that tweet there that you put out yesterday, very astute. But even you say two spots for maybe the Bulls, Pacers, Knicks, and Raptors, they theoretically can all get into the playoffs in one fail swoop there, or close to it here with that ten spot. It'll be interesting to see how it does play out. But if you're asking me, a lot of the NBA teams here, Kevin, in the Eastern Conference, what did they do today? Let's make sure we at least get in the playoffs and then see what happens. That's exactly what the Chicago Chicago Bulls did because looking, you know, left out what two games back of the Charlotte Hornets to make that final spot last year. Now you're looking at the Chicago Bulls again. All right, we're better than half the teams already that made the play in last mm-hmm. year, and maybe we can even get in without playing in the play in tournament. I do think the Bulls right now have a legitimate chance, Kevin, to even avoid the play in tournament if they do stay healthy. Like what the Chicago Bulls did, they'll be in the playoffs either way, whether it's by playing or reg- just, you know, regular seed in the top six. It's a good move by the Bulls here. And let's just compare numbers quickly in terms because all we have is NBA championship odds. The Boston Celtics are forty nine to one to the Chicago Bulls seventy to one. Are we sure the Boston Celtics have a better roster? I understand they come with pedigree, but some of that pedigree now is in the front office as opposed to the sideline and Brad Stevens. I'm just saying here, that Chicago number, it's one of those things. Are they going to win an NBA championship? Odds are clearly no. It's going to be very difficult for them to do that. But could the Chicago Bulls present value at that 70 to 1 number? Yes. And to add to Donnie's point as well, I wonder if last year's entire season, it broken down with a Bucks Suns finals, will have more teams saying, you know what? Enough tanking. Let's compete. Enough bottoming out. Let's go out there and make moves. Maybe it's our season. I think that's what you've seen from the Chicago Bulls. Some NFL news and notes to hit on the other side. We keep things moving on a Wednesday morning on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right back here on the early line, some NFL updates to get to, and we'll start with the Indianapolis Colts getting. I think what Donnie described is almost probably like a April Fools esque update around Quentin Nelson. Hey, yeah, you know how Wentz is injured. Same thing, Quentin. Same timeline. Same injury. It's like that's not true, but it is true. And now the Indianapolis Colts futures markets continue to shift. The win totals, the odds to make to the postseason now, basically a pick, and they continue to drop back further and further in terms of their odds to win the AFC South here, Donnie. And I know you, for the most part, maintained what feels like at least an optimistic view on Indianapolis, but Wentz and Quentin Nelson is certainly not a duo that you want to see dealing with preseason surgery in this fashion. No, certainly. But all, if there is a timing where you would want this surgery to happen and you want this injury to happen is day two or three of the you know opening camp for your football team, which still leaves you about five to six weeks away from opening day. So if we put a timeline of five to 12 weeks, which is basically a doctor saying, I have no idea how the surgery is going to turn out the way it sounds with that big spread of time. But I'm going to assume that it's going to be sooner than later. And yes, you're talking about markets that are changing right now before the season. Or should I say before training camp? open that we had these injuries very high on the Colts because I had pretty good expectations here for Carson Wentz having a bounce back year in Indianapolis or getting back with Frank Wright but also they're buoyed by one of the best offensive lines now the good part about that offensive line for the Indianapolis Colts it's very deep so if they have to absorb maybe a week or two without Quentin Nelson it's not going to be the end of story where they can't make the playoffs because also keep in mind you do have a full 17-week schedule. So let's just say Carson Wentz and also Quentin Nelson both back in full strength by Game 3. I think you would take that off of this news at the time. It's just a matter of how both of these surgeries and players respond to the rehab time. But looking from a futures market, it's buyer's market. The same way, Kevin, that we take a look at all that information that was swirling around Aaron Rodgers and the numbers plummeted for the Packers. If you read the tea leaves and guessed correctly in that situation that Aaron Rodgers would be back for week one and happy, you got some really good numbers. Same environment that we're looking at right now for the Indianapolis Colts. If you like their team total, which sits at an eight and a half, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, then, hey, if you think Wentz and Nelson are going to come back sooner and later, not a bad price. Same thing for the division. Same thing for making the playoffs and also a chance to win the conference and Super Bowl. One of the interesting markets, Donnie, that you brought up to me on In Play Sports tonight that I wanted to make sure we got back to here is not just all their futures markets, but it's the week one lines that are available. And there are people who have decided to jump on these numbers in the Indianapolis Colts who are hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Now, even the most optimistic timeline here, would Wentz and Nelson be back for this game? I don't think the odds are telling you that they will be. Seattle is now a three-point road favorite with a total sitting at 47.5. Team totals aren't available, but this is just basic math. Their number would check in at probably 21.5 points here. Will it actually come available before we get the news? I'm not so sure. But, Donnie, what do you make of how the number is moved here for the Colts Seahawks opening week one game? 
It makes perfect sense right now because when you're just looking at what you think is going to take place, it's going to take a pretty big effort by Carson. Because, you know, Quentin Nelson is an offensive lineman. Do you want him in the lineup? Absolutely you do. But obviously it's basically, you know, starting pitchers, goalies, quarterbacks in the NFL is where your team wins football games. So let's just line up and say we've seen Seattle banged up and injured over the past couple of years. Theoretically, they're probably going to come in as healthy as they're going to be into week one. So if you're going to ask me a matchup here between Russell Wilson and a healthy Seahawks team versus Jacob Eason and the Colts, you can't just bet against Russell Wilson. I'm just going to fade it because it's week one and anything can happen. I Mm -hmm. understand that. But you're talking about a young kid that's supposed to lead his football team with playoff aspirations going up against a team that has a couple rings on the sideline, a veteran quarterback who's still one of the best in the NFL, Russell Wilson. That line going from, let's just say, a three-point favorite for the Colts now over to a three-point favorite for the Seahawks makes absolute sense. Now, that could change your mind if you say, hey, you know what? We've got a new prognosis after a week and a half. Wentz isn't going to make it back for the first three to four weeks of the season. Let's go make it. Just go out there and get a vet. That could change drastically because, for me, that football team is very good for the Colts. They just need somebody, a quarterback that's been there, done that, doesn't have to be spectacular, but can just run Frank Reich's offense, and they probably pick up a win opening day even against the Seahawks. And I'll say, if if you're looking to get in on, on this number, I don't think Seattle's the play anymore. I don't know if this line is get to five and a half, six, a touchdown. Even if it's Jacob Eason, you're still talking about the Colts being at home. And as Donnie mentioned, a pedigree kind of squad. Now, I don't know if you need a run to grab Indy plus the three, but I think maybe one of those deals, you know, most of us keep our alerts on. If you would like to try and capitalize, if you hear positive news, potentially you could do it in that way. There's also a brief moment, though, Donnie, where maybe people wanted to run to this number because they thought, well, Philip Rivers would be quarterbacking this game I I mean we'll talk a little bit more in hot or not as to whether or not we think he plays a game this season but I tell you this was a surprising update to hear that Philip Rivers isn't closing the door on his comeback exactly and you you get the snippet on social media like hey Philip Rivers wants to come back why because you say, well, it makes a lot of sense, right? Hey, I just played last year. or Okay, so I'm retired, but I'm still somewhat in shape. I'm not a full year out. And, oh, yeah, I know this offense like the back of my hand with Frank Reich, and it looks like I won't even have to play the whole season. Let me come back here for the last couple weeks of training camp, get my legs under me. You need me for two games out here. I can give you two games, both home games, so I don't have to travel here in Indianapolis. Yep, you know what? I'll do that. Hopefully we'll pick up a split between the Seahawks and also the Rams. But the fact that he's like, you know what? I'm not even answering this question about the Colts. It's about if any contender wants me there, and I'll make the decision Mm -hmm. in December if somebody needs me. (laughs) It's sort of like the way I'm laughing right now. That's the feeling I got. I said, now, wait a second. It makes too much sense for you to come back and give two games in September, and then you can bail out and you be a hero in Indianapolis. But it doesn't make much sense where, I don't know, you think the Chicago Bears are calling you in December to make a playoff run at this point, Philip? I mean, it's nice mm-hmm. to pick up those extra paychecks, but it didn't make any sense. Beginning of the season, yes. Late in the season, because a team thinks you're the missing link to get them to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. It's fascinating. Phillip Rivers is now going to, after every single injury to a quarterback, his name yes. will come up. What's wild is if this plays out in Phillip's dream scenario, where the phone rings in November, and he just walks into... Team Z, I'm not going to name a team for, I don't want any quarterbacks to get hurt, but he walks into that team, but it's not a team he's ever played for. Now he has to learn the whole offense. He has to get build chemistry up with the wide receivers. I mean, that doesn't sound like an ideal scenario, not only for Rivers, but teams that would be looking to bring him in. It is a fascinating situation, and one we'll expand on a little bit more during Hot or Not. I also want to continue to keep college football a part of the mix here and what we're doing on the early line. And yesterday, ESPN released their top 25 based on a number of different things for them. Alabama, as you anticipate, checking in at number one overall. Donnie, you look through this top 10. Oklahoma, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, your regulars inside that top five. A&M, Iowa State, Oregon, Notre Dame, and UNC round out the projected top 10. Does anything jump out to you when you see their projected top 10 heading into the next college football season? Teams you're not looking necessarily to see in the top 10 as you see the graphic put up there. Look at that number seven spot there, Kevin. That is the Iowa State Cyclones. You heard that right. The Iowa Mm -hmm. State Cyclones slotted in at the number seven spot. That has a lot to do with, A, how good a football team they are, B, how many players they're bringing back on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, 
also having a very good coach, but also the schedule that they had set up. Because theoretically, if you can knock off Oklahoma, that gives you the Big 12 championship probably, which puts you into the playoffs as a one, two, three, or four seed, obviously there. That catches my eye a little bit, but if there's no surprises even at the beginning. It's Alabama and everybody else, and it seems to start that way. Clemson, we've already gone over the schedule and how that plays out. If they can get by Georgia, which is going to be a very tall task on a neutral site, that sets up for running the table all the way across as well. But sliding it down a little bit farther, I thought a team that, you know, I do think deserves a little bit more respect, but very much overshadowed because Clemson plays in the same conference. That's the North Carolina Tar Heels coming in at 10 spot. Might raise a little bit of eyebrows, but when you realize how talented that football team still is with losing so many players off last year, how a quarterback, a very good player, that's one of those teams that sneaks up as well. But also sliding it down, Kevin, to that 15th spot in those Miami Hurricanes. And as you see, well, mm. the Hurricanes probably aren't going to go as far as De'Ara King takes them. And it was a shame because the kid played so well last year and then gets hurt in the bowl game with a knee injury so the immediately process that we think about is he's going to be out one full year so that wipes out his season he's rehabbed very well and bounced back well they play alabama opening day and i could say you might have a moral victory in that game if the hurricanes can a cover the spread maybe keep it to a one score football game which i don't know if it's going to take place but those teams looking there interesting on the outside so to speak looking in kevin I think it's a good point about the other ACC squads here because we're so used to it being Clemson and then a bunch of whatevers. Now, the odds might say that it's the same scenario, but you have a Miami team, as Donnie mentioned, you know, projected 15 here, play Alabama week one, probably lose that game. But again, they don't have to win that game. They go out there, put up a respectable performance. That's a boost for that team. And here's the deal with the Tar Heels. You go through their projected schedule. They have to play the U. They get to host that game. And they go to Notre Dame off of a bye week. And I know those projections don't say but I'll tell you right now. You read up on this fighting Irish team. A lot of turnover. A lot of expectations that it could be a down year for Notre Dame as well. If UNC does walk into potentially an ACC title game unbeaten against Clemson, things get very, very interesting. Donnie also brought up Iowa State. We'll talk about their win total a little bit in hour number two. I think they are as fascinating a team in the country. Just look at the odds to win the national championship. Clear tier one, Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Iowa State is the sixth choice on the board to win the college football national championship at 25 to 1. And then it's 40 to 1. Like they're almost on their own little island tier, if you will, in terms of odds to win the national championship. The team that most likely stands in their way, the Oklahoma Sooners. We'll talk about them as we start hot or not next, right here on a Wednesday morning on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
We're back right here in the early line. No time to waste. Time or not, we're keeping it with the college football world. We just talked about ESPN releasing their top 25 college football preseason rankings. And what I also thought was interesting, Bama won? Sure. Clemson, Ohio State, top four? Absolutely. But neither one of them in that two slot. The Oklahoma Sooners, the Heisman favorite. Spencer Rattler going to be leading this team. Donnie, hot or not? Oklahoma will make the college football playoff. Yes, I'm going to say yes on this one. I'm going to say that's hot because I think the pedigree that they have, you know, Heisman Trophy winning, or excuse me, Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback who's actually the favorite in Spencer Rattler, Lincoln Riley, a coach that knows how to put up massive numbers in the regular season. And also, let's keep in mind, the Big 12 still a little bit down. Yeah, we just saw a team that's ranked very high along with Oklahoma in Iowa State. What's the key indicator when you look at scheduling? You don't get a one-off, right? Or excuse me, you don't get a back-to-back where it's, hey, we got you at home, then we play you on the road. There's one game, and that game's going to be in Lincoln. So, so don't you have to give that advantage here to the Oklahoma Sooners over the Iowa State Cyclones just for that matter? It's very hard to win on the road, but it's very hard to beat Oklahoma on the road, much like it is to beat Alabama in Alabama, you know, Florida down in Florida. Those home field advantages mean so much. And if that game were to be flipped, Kevin, from taking it in Norman, Oklahoma over to Ames, Iowa, then it would be a different story mm-hmm. here. Maybe you're looking at the Iowa Cyclones or the Iowa State Cyclones to probably be able to win the Big 12 championship or improve their odds a little bit. I'm looking at it right now. In order to get to the playoff, you have to win the Big 12 and probably get through the season with one loss or less, which I think they can do. But just the simple fact, Kevin, that that game is going to be played in Norman between those two big dogs out there in the Big 12, mm-hmm. that gives me the uh, you know reason to say, yes, they're going to be in the playoffs. That's hot for me with Oklahoma. Yeah, it's a huge boost. If you look at it, the most difficult road game on the schedule, probably their final game, Bedlam, Oklahoma State. Luckily for them, they've absolutely dominated this team. I mean, they've beaten them by 28 points two straight seasons. They've beaten them by double digits in five of the last six meetings, winning all six of those last six meetings. It's been an absolute rout. Here's the other reason why I think this is hot, Donnie, is because I think Oklahoma will have the committee on their side. Because a lot of people think that Oklahoma maybe deserved a spot in last year's college football playoff. Now, that's absolutely not true whatsoever. They lost at home to Kansas State, who they were a zillion point favorite by. and But because, at the end, and this is very true, you lose early and might as well not count. Might as well not count. Like, somehow people will tell you that you're better off losing to Kansas State in September than, oh, I don't know, Clemson in December. But I'm telling you this right now. Oklahoma is going to get the benefit of the doubt if this thing is close because they finished it on an eight-game win streak and because they beat Florida's F team, who legitimately any relevant non-Kyle Trask player opted out of the game. All of that is going to lead to Oklahoma having the benefit of the doubt, Donnie, where even if they lose that game to Iowa State, as long as they play him again in the Big 12 title game and get that win back, I think the Sooners make their way into the college football playoff. You know what's interesting also? You know me, Kevin. I, like, I have a little bit of a conspiracy theorist bone in my body. How about the rest of the college football establishment, you know, heading into it or, you know, the voters out there saying, yeah, you know what? You want to break down this whole thing we got in college football with the Power Five conferences leading towards a super conference? I don't like that. Oh, yeah, Oklahoma has one loss here? Yeah, we're going to keep you out of here. How about that for a penalty from you moving from the Big 12 to the SEC and messing with my college football the way it is at this point? I always think about that stuff heading down the line because if there is a coin flip between three teams to get in, do any of the voters here who play into, you know, that whole algorithm to get you into the actual college football playoffs, do they hold it against them, Kevin, here? It's a really interesting thing, and we'll talk again about Oklahoma and even Iowa State and their win totals to factor in just how the Big 12 is going to be approaching Oklahoma and Texas and how Oklahoma and Texas will handle the fact that the entire conference hates them more than they ever have before. Let's keep it with the NFL here. We've talked about it a little bit, Donnie. I wanted to set the record straight here. Hot or not, Phillip Rivers will play an NFL game this season. I'm going not on it at this point. Like we, He gave his best effort. He's older. He throws a shot put for a football now as opposed to throwing a football hmm. down the field. And also, if you're looking for an instance where, I don't know, if Carson Wentz plays really well up to week 15 or week 14, like we saw when he did with the Philadelphia Eagles and, you know, busts up his knee like he did against the Rams and you have a good football team around them and you want to continue the season and not throw it away, maybe he can come back to Indianapolis late in the season. But as I say that, 
he basically threw the feeler out there, Kevin, that, hey, all teams, if you need a quarterback, I'm your guy. You can't just parachute in in the NFL Football League after not playing for 15 weeks, being in your 40s as a quarterback in a new system and say, yeah, I'm the missing piece now to win a championship for your organization. I'm going absolutely not on this one. The best chance for him to play weeks one and two in Indianapolis, but if he's not even looking that way and saying, give me a call late November after Thanksgiving or into December, Mm -hmm. I'm going a not on this one, Kevin. Donnie, I think it's hot because here's why. He's now already creaked the door open. You tell, I'm retired. I'm not playing. All right, here's the deal. I'll come back in November. Oh, you're giving me an opening now, right? And all it takes is that September injury. Everyone's going to call him now. And he went out there last year, threw for 4,200 yards, 24 touchdowns. All he does is play 16 games, by the way. Every year since 06, he has played the full 16. He's opened the door, Donnie, and I think every single quarterback injury will be followed with a, here's this player's timeline, here's how quickly they'll be calling Phillip Rivers. I think Phil has opened the door. I'll say hot. He plays an NFL game this season. I want to stick with the NFL for another one here because yesterday we talked about the Coach of the Year award and the idea that now the opening in the South could make things a little bit live for Mike Vrabel. But what if we keep this a little less complex here and just go to the guy that now is meant to be fixing his quarterback and potentially going to be with out his quarterback for a stretch of the season. Donnie, hot or not, there's value on Frank Reich to win coach of the year at 18 to 1. It's one of the more fascinating markets, Kevin, that I really didn't pay attention to over the last couple of years. Even on the FanDuel Sportsbook now, you see these numbers changing daily, going up and down. And it's one of those where when you look at the NFL standings, right, and you look at the football teams and you try to take a future saying, I only think, you know, five or six teams can actually win the Super Bowl. That's not the case in Coach of the Year. Like, if there's, you know, 30 teams, let's just say, or 32 teams, you're looking all the way through the NFL saying, I can make a case for 25 coaches to win Coach of the Year. It's fascinating because you're correct. Yesterday, when we take a look at Vrabel and the Titans, like, hey, look at this. They could have a really good season here. Now that Indianapolis is down, looks like he might be able to vault up. You get that nice, what, 25 to 27 to 1 price, and you can move on and make some money with that. And then today, we're actually talking about the team that we were downing yesterday with the Colts with the injury saying, now, wait a second, play out this scenario. Maybe Carson Wentz misses the first five weeks of the season. They somehow miraculously go three and two. Wentz comes back. They take the top overall seed in the AFC or get close to it, at least win the division in the AFC South. Why would Frank Reich not be on that list? Because obviously he had to pull some miracles out his hat to get Jacob Eason ready to play over the first five weeks so his team could be in contention to possibly win the division and the conference. It's a great market. I can't wait to see like almost like, you know, the week before football actually kicks off for real in September, what these mm-hmm. markets will look like. It may be taking a flyer on some of these head coaches. Because again, as I say, yeah. only a handful of teams probably can win the Super Bowl. But a large majority of these coaches have a legitimate chance or a case that you can make, Kevin, in order to be coach of the year. And here's why it's absolutely hot in terms of there being value. Just look at the other coaches that are sub two to one like Reich. McVeigh, Shanahan, and McDermott. Their pathway is probably the best record in their respective conference, or at least a top two seed. The other three choices, Arthur Smith, Brian Flores, Brandon Staley. They probably could bring it home by just making the playoffs. The same now is true for Frank Reich, and Reich has the best odds of any of those coaches to make the postseason, at least just based on the FanDuel Sportsbook there. That leads to value at 18 to 1. I'm not sure I will actually be, you know, pre- predicting if this to be Frank Reich, but one thing that look, I personally can't stand it, but everybody else thinks it's the case here. If Carson Wentz throws a touchdown, it's entirely Frank Reich's responsibility. According to people, Carson Wentz has never played good football unless Frank Reich's in the building. It's a misnomer. I hate it. I can't stand it, but. It's what people believe. And when you break down stuff like this, perception is reality. I'm almost surprised that Frank Reich isn't the favorite. Like, Frank Reich has a better chance to win this award to me, Donnie, than Brandon Staley. Yeah, it's interesting that Brandon Staley gets all the, you know, the top of the marks where it's like, okay, new coach. And are they just saying that, you know, Lynn was such a bad coach that this guy's just going to step in and his team is ready made to get to the playoffs. And just because they make the playoffs, he's actually going to be coach of the year. It's interesting to see because Mm -hmm. the top guys, I don't really look at. It's those underlying factors where you try to build a case I think makes much more sense. But there's a reason why Staley is the top of the list, but I just can't see it. 
All right, let's get over to the NBA here. The Los Angeles Lakers adding piece after piece, veteran after veteran, which now apparently is a problem. Donnie, hot or not, age is a concern for the Lakers' title hopes. I'm going not. Age isn't a concern. It's the actual players that are a concern, not because of how old they are. LeBron Whoa. is the one that is the concern with the age because how much are you going to have to sit out the regular season? How much are you going to have to say, hey, I want to load manage myself to make sure I can actually be healthy once the playoffs come around, unlike this past season, banged up with the ankle injury. So when I look at this topic, I'm going to say not on this because I don't think it's the actual age that's the issue with the Lakers. It's the surrounding players on the team and can they step up enough to take down an NBA championship championship to help LeBron over the threshold here. So eh, I'll go with the nod at this point. Now, I like the Lakers move. I think it's great for the regular season with a simple design on getting the team into the playoffs healthy where you don't have to rely too much on one single player to do that. But age for me is not the issue here, Kevin, at all. It's absolutely not a concern. You know what age is a problem? When the deal, when you're supposed to be winning a title in five years. They're, gonna, they're supposed to win the title this season. That's when they want to win the NBA championship. Nobody cares about 2027. It's irrelevant. Also, it's very fun to watch. Like, oh, here's the Lakers' average age if I just remove Anthony Davis, Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk, and Talon Horton Tucker. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? The end of the day as well, the idea that age is a problem then is that you put too much wear and tear on these players. The Lakers are one of the deepest rosters right now, at least from these eyes, on the board. Realistically, right, Russ is going to lessen the load on LeBron. Similarly, Russ won't have to do as much as he normally does because of LeBron. A, some more front court depth with Dwight Howard coming in and Marcus Saul returning. And, of course, oh, Anthony Davis on this team. Wing depth, Wayne Ellington, Trevor Ariza, Carmelo Anthony, Talon Horton Tucker. Even Kendrick Nunn comes over and takes significantly less money to join this Laker team here. Like, Donnie, we're far out. We won't have to, you know, go you know team by team. But just on the outlook right now, Okay, fine, they're older, but if Donnie, they're one of the deeper teams in the league, that will keep the minutes per game lower on these teams, and it'll provide rest opportunities for these guys as well. Absolutely, and that's the whole key factor because I like the way you worded it there where you're trying to take a look at his age, the issue. Age isn't going to be an issue because you do have a lot of experience, but also you have a chance to spread the wealth over that 12-man roster that's going to be there night to night in the NBA where you don't have to lean on everybody. And if one thing we know that is for certain in the NBA, the regular season really doesn't matter all that much. It's just being healthy once you get to the playoffs, and that's the goal for the Lakers in 2021-2022. Plus 370 to win the NBA championship, down from 6-1 to one when these markets open. Fascinating stuff here. We will continue to track all of the big moves from NBA free agency on the early line. But we are coming up against the break. When we come back, we give out a very easy, very clean, almost storybook hero of the night. Keep it right here on SportsGrid. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you on this Wednesday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? 
yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on Sports Grid. Time to give out a very, very deserving hero of the night. TBT, the basketball tournament final, took place last night. Bayheim's Army going up against Team 23. The Elam ending really does provide the drama. I will say that. I never would want the NBA to adopt it. That'd be terrible. But for something like this, it is quite cool. And it certainly does provide the drama. And we saw Bayheim's Army take down the $1 million prize because the target was 69. They had 66. Kiefer Skies pulls from downtown Donnie and gives Bayheim's Army the win and the million dollar prize. The million-dollar shot heard around the world. Fantastic stuff. As you said, it comes right down to the end. 69-67, to Bayhams Army over Team 23. And also, when you try to break down the game, not only did the guy hit the big shot here, Kevin, but also led the team with 21 points in that game in the biggest moments. If you want to take a look at how the game was won, total rebounds, Bayheim Army out-rebounded Team 23. But also, take a look at this. Bench points, 39 points for the Army over 24 for Team 23. And also, second-chance points, 15 points for Bayheim's Army over Team 23's four points. A nice victory there. And I always like, Kevin, at the end when they show the text coming through where the million dollars has hit your account. Celebrate into the night, fellas. A million-dollar game winner. Fantastic stuff. Congratulations for your hero of the night. Here's what was also outrageous. About three minutes after that shot went down, as Kiefer Skies is still on the court celebrating with Bayheim's army, Sham Strani of The Athletic announces that he just signed a deal with the Indiana Pacers. Like, what is this thing on tape delay? What, what movie is this? Like, the Kiefer Skies movie has to be in production. I don't know what kind of deal with the Indiana Pacers it is. I don't know if he's on the roster. I don't know if the Pacers are like, we'll sign whoever hits the game winner. But Kiefer Skies wins a million dollars and is on the Indiana Pacers. Here of the night. Congratulations. Hour number two is next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.